0: Welcome to Q&A Quest episode... what the hell are we on? Uh, 16. 16! I hope we're actually on 16 and I didn't like prepare show notes for the last recording that uh, kind of got delayed.
1: Yeah, week and a half late edition. Yes. Let's
0: assume episode 16.
1: Actually at this point, two weeks late edition.
0: Yes. So if you're wondering where the heck we've been... Um, well, Dave has been away, and you. <laughs> the time when we were going to record, I got sick. So, you know how these things work out.
1: I don't recall you being sick when I left. I recall you being sick with Destiny when I left.
0: Um, that is true, and I was also actually sick.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to take your word for it okay. because we are friends. Uh, okay.
0: Well, well, let me put it this way. Okay, there were probably times before the time I set aside to record that we could have recorded if I hadn't been sick with destiny, but when we were going to record, I was actually sick.
1: Okay. We uh, we need to rechristen yes. this because this is episode yes. fifteen, according to the archives.
0: Okay. Hello and welcome to q and <laughs> episode fifteen. <laughs> I am your host, Mike McCollaps, a.k.a. Wheels.
1: Are you actually clipping that previous entry out? No, we're
0: going to leave that in there. I figured. Uh, and with me, as always, my co-host...
1: David McBurney. Still alive somehow. Yes.
0: I don't know how that happened. Oh, I can't believe I did that. See, see, here's what happens. is I, I prepared episode 15 show notes and <laughs> yeah we never recorded one. and and you see the funny thing is I just opened up those show notes there's nothing in there <laughs>
1: <laughs> the episode 15 show notes are like it's just the freaking like Leisure Suit Larry 4 of Q&A Quest <laughs> <laughs> something happened there but no one knows what not even us <laughs> not sure if you ever played Leisure Suit Larry 5 but Uh... the games go from Leisure Suit Larry 3 to Leisure Suit Larry 5 are you serious yeah and the entire game like has a joke about like oh something happened but because the game was deleted or whatever like Larry isn't sure what happened
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing that is amazing. Anyway, we um, yes. have not an
1: RPG, so let's move on. Yes, uh,
0: we have a large backlog of questions now,
1: um, we're which gonna, we're very thankful for and yes. would like to maintain.
0: Yes, uh, we're going to just tackle a small number here because uh, we we actually also have a backlog of guests that want to be on, so we don't want to use up too many good questions. while well, we don't have any guests.
1: Uh, <laughs> are you saying these questions are garbage? Maybe uh, find a new uh, way to describe it. Um, we don't want to use all of our questions more suited to one of our guests. Well,
0: I mean, we don't want to use... These are good questions. I'm just saying we don't want to do more than this, because we don't want to use up all the good questions.
1: Okay. Is okay. that better? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's let's just get the complete madness that happened a few days ago. out of the Yes,
0: we have, we have to go into a brief aside, which will probably not be brief. Because but... it
1: concerns our two favorite series <laughs> to talk about constantly. Yes.
0: Um. So Saga.
1: Saga Scarlet Grace. Yes.
0: Uh in case you don't know, that's the new entry in the Saga series uh for the For v- your
1: PlayStation Vita that you totally own. Yes.
0: Um which, you know, everyone and their mother is like, "Oh yeah, Japan only." For sure. Not a chance in hell that that would come westward. They,
1: they would never trademark that name in Europe. Would never <laughs> Surely rely not. On the concept that perhaps it is already in the process of being localized. Uh,
0: yeah. Um. So the only response I can muster for this is we have clearly entered the twilight zone.
1: You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound, a dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. We are, okay, so we're, so... Presuming that this is not some sort of like thing that gets canceled before it comes out but you know it seems it seems likely at this juncture. Yeah. We are 1 for 1 Vita Saga games and 0 for 8 Dragon Quest 3DS games.
0: Mm, ponder that for a minute and despair.
1: Which is tragic. I don't want to despair because I really want to play a cool new Saga game that makes oh, yeah, no dang sense for it's my Vita but kind of same probably going to be awesome. But at the same time, what by happened? All metrics by which I would normally measure both likelihood and profitability, this seems like a bad idea.
0: I, I I just don't. the The only way I could possibly even rationalize this was
1: that maybe it's
0: akin to uh, Legend of Legacy,
1: which or it doesn't have a lot of text going yeah. on. Yeah,
0: like if if you're unfamiliar with Legend of Legacy, it's Basically, comes out next week. Yes, it's it's a saga game basically because it's made by a bunch of former Square Enix staff, Uh, and specifically saga games. Yeah, and it 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 plays like a saga game. It's a saga game. It's a saga game in all but name. Yeah. Um, It even has sparking. (laughs) It does. It does, and it's quite awesome. Uh, But it is very light on story Um, by design. Probably also by also by budget, probably, but also by. It's an exploratory
1: game. Yeah. Um,
0: But but yeah, uh, um, my thought was maybe um, the new actual saga game would follow in that same pattern, and maybe that's why it would be localized. Um, because obviously uh, the Dragon Quest games are not quite yeah, as like that's, text-like. You
1: know, it's more ex- it's more expensive to localize them, but it's still just... It's... Like, even by that standard, the concept of Spuranex localizing a Vita game in 2016. Yeah. What? Because, like, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, kind of, you know, I, I like using my Vita on occasion. It's a nice piece of hardware that is also basically in the process of being kicked into the dumpster by its creator. Yes,
0: for sure. Uh, that being said, um, yeah, uh, I don't know.
1: Like, I'm I'm happy that we'll be getting Saga like, Scarlet Grace by all implications because even though I don't know what it is, I'm excited for kawazu branded madness in all forms. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's just such a strange thing, and we couldn't let it pass without comment. It
0: it is, and I mean, I mean, obviously, uh, niche niche games on the Vita do perfectly fine in the West, but you know, uh, I think this is a little beyond niche, and um, this is a niche within a niche. Yes, and just just really does a great job job of highlighting why it's so confusing that we haven't gotten any Dragon Quest games so yeah Yeah. there you have it welcome to the Twilight Zone Uh,
1: yeah we'll all stomp our money down for Dragon Quest Heroes and hope for the best
0: yeah it's all we can do but let us move on to mostly happier topics actual question? yes actual an actual question Alright, so our first question is uh, Which one are we doing first?
1: I thought you had picked one and that's why you started recording. Uh,
0: yeah, that would be the smart thing to do.
1: Uh, go to random.org and assign all these numbers.
0: We could. Here, let's just let's just do this one. This is from Eric RPG off of Twitter. Uh, another question about Zelda: Would you consider the series as being an RPG, and would you like to see one be an RPG?
1: No, and not particularly.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah,
1: I'm breaking ranks with the RP gamer staff.
0: It, my answer would be it's close enough that it doesn't really matter for the first, and for the second, my answer would be the one that is probably technically an RPG I absolutely hate so I'm not sure yeah
1: that's that's kind of the thing it's the one that like I would consider definitely without reservation an RPG is also the one that I kind of never want to play again at any point in my life yes Um... and I know that Zelda 2 has a lot of fans and it actually has a lot of good ideas but I don't think any of them are executed well (laughs) enough to ever want to do that absolutely not
0: and uh, if you kind of like the idea of that game, go play the first Adventure Time game for 3DS slash DS. The Ice King, why did you steal our garbage? Yes. It has an awesome name and is a much better version of that concept.
1: But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like. I, I feel like. The reason I don't consider Zelda an RPG is because it codifies an entirely different genre. Yeah. Like, to me, the, the Zelda games are the purest. Ex- of the concept of an action adventure. And they never really feel like they go like more. Th- and, you know, there is overlap between that and RPG, and RPG is also kind of like the obscenity laws. I don't know what it is, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. But, yeah, like for me, Zelda's never really ticked the right boxes to feel like an RPG. So.
0: Yeah, and obviously. I think the thing about it is, it's close enough, and people that... Yeah, obviously... it's
1: definitely, like, you can see where someone would see it as that, it's just, for me, it never has.
0: Yeah, that, and I think people that are generally going to be playing a lot of RPGs, and really, um, people that read uh, RP uh are into the Zelda series, too. So there's kind of a lot of overlap there, and it just...
1: People who play video games are into the Zelda series. Yeah, <laughs> not it's true, words. yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's totally understandable why it's covered, even though I personally don't think of it as an RPG.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, I think that both sums it up. I think uh, people get kind of way too into this question. Yeah,
1: well, it's a really easy question to dip into, like, since it's all about your personal litmus tests. Yeah.
0: And that, and when you dig into these genre questions too much, it's kind of just a waste of time.
1: Yeah, because it it delves into these really existentialist, like, what is a genre?
0: What is a genre? Does it matter what genre a game is in?
1: Yeah, like, the the idea really is that genre is supposed to make it easy for us to categorize things. It's not supposed to be something that we, like, spend a long time worrying about. We just, like, these two things are kind of similar.
0: Yeah, and that's good enough.
1: But, yeah, as for do I want Zelda to be more like what my brain considers an RPG, it's like, nah, it's, it's fine how it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think there's enough real RPGs that have taken kind of elements of Zelda and put them in a real RPG and done their own thing. I don't think Zelda needs to, to do that. I mean.
1: Yeah, if I really want, like, Zelda as an RPG, I've got a lot of options.
0: And really, I think a lot of games are kind of overlapping different genres. And yeah, I, I it's think it's never a clean
1: division. Yeah, so
0: that's kind of as much of an RPG as Zelda is likely to be. Kind of that that general overlap.
1: Yeah, where it kind of fits in like this sort of skewed, almost there.
0: Yeah, and I think really you you're kind of in danger there if you kind of go specifically at let's make a Zelda RPG instead of let's just make a good Zelda game, and you know see how and the mechanics the other, fall out.
1: Yeah, maybe the maybe the mechanics will shake out to look more like an RPG. Maybe they won't.
0: Exactly. I think with a, a, I think with a long-running game series like that, you kind of just have to, you know, just make a good game and see where things fall out. I don't think yeah. if you worry too much about fitting in the specific things, it's just not going to turn out well.
1: Yeah, you just sort of produce a weird mutant Yes,
0: yeah, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't really think of anything.
1: It's it's also because like the curious str- the strangeness of the fact that like you know Zelda is yeah. something that everyone likes, but very few games have ever directly knocked off. That's true. Like uh, you you get things that are close, but always missing something. Like yeah. Soul Blazer is close and more of an RPG but it's dungeon designs are much much less complex or Mega Man Legends is close but it doesn't really have again it doesn't really go into the puzzle solving element yeah like usually actually that's what falls by the wayside is like puzzle solving or like even approaching it from the other direction Lufia or something like that has some of the puzzle solving in it but doesn't really feel like Zelda at all
0: yeah So in a way I think we can almost call Zelda its own genre. What yeah, kind of. That because,
1: way? because like you see something that really directly knocks it off and it's always like immediately obvious. Like three D you know, Game Heroes? Three D dot Game Heroes, okami. Yeah, okami. Like you look at that and it's like, oh, that is Zelda and even though both like add spins to the formula, it's, it's still like, oh, that's Zelda. Yeah,
0: that's Zelda. And Zelda see, is yeah. awesome. <laughs>
1: I freaking love love basically every Zelda And I'm looking forward to when I can talk about liking Skyward Sword Without people yelling at me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Even though that'll also mean That I'll have to stop talking about the Wii U Zelda because eventually Because someone's going to yell at me
0: Yep, it's true
1: The cycle begins anew
0: Yep, the cycle begins anew The the newest Zelda Is the worst
1: The newest console Zelda is always the worst Zelda. It's
0: true. Just, you know, I remember when Twilight Princess was the worst.
1: I remember when Wind Waker was the worst, because I remember it because that was when people started saying that Majora's Mask was good.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember when Majora's Mask was the worst.
1: Yeah, so do I. I still love that game. Yeah. But I've basically loved all of them since they first came out. Me too.
0: People have learned nothing.
1: You've learned nothing. Okay, but yeah, that's yeah. that's enough Zelda. Oh yeah, but
0: all right, we're we're rambling think on we've now. We've covered this... both bases
1: of the question. Yes, yes. play Zelda. We're yammering morons.
0: Play Zelda, and then play some more Zelda, and let's move play on Link to the next question. Yes. yes, absolutely. All right, so let's move on to another question, and this is from somebody new. I think this is somebody that emailed in. Says, yeah, you
1: know, a lot of questions, a lot of really yeah. good questions. So
0: this is just going to be a few of them. Uh, hello, Mr. Apps, big fan of the show. I'm not very active, very active, but on the forums, I'm Frank Grizzly. It's a cool name. Personally, vote wheels for RP Gamer president and David for chief of insanely random but
1: interesting knowledge. It's the only thing anyone ever remembers about me. It's kind of freaky actually. <laughs> oh, he's the guy that knows about something that no one cared about, but was mildly interesting while talking. About it. Okay, moving on. Uh, uh,
0: keep on doing your thing, dudes. Question time. All right. These first two questions, somewhat relate to topics discussed on episode 14. Oh, God, what the heck did we talk about on episode 14?
1: We talked about a lot of things, but like he, he brings up the context for what we were talking about on both of these. Okay. Uh lol whoops.
0: Is that what he wanted to, how how he told us to pronounce? Lol, whoops. Thank you. Lol whoops.
1: He was fine with anything so long as it wasn't L O L whoops.
0: Uh, LOL whoops talked <laughs> Lol Whoops talked about Americanization of Japanese names and JRPGs. I mostly agree with him, but in the case of Groundy One, renaming the pro tag to Justin made it made it very believable and relatable playing the game as a 10-year-old. I literally had friends named Justin. But let's say renaming Chie Satonaka from Persona 4 Golden to Ashley Satonaka would be pretty silly in my opinion. It's a finicky subject. What do you guys think? Um, well, as for starters on that example, um, that game takes place in Japan. Yeah, so... like
1: it, that's that's really like one of the things that weights the question. It's like, where does the game take place? Yeah. Um, I
0: I, th- I think one of the best examples of this kind of topic I can think of is Final Fantasy VI. Uh, the character Terra in Japan was named Tina.
1: And here I thought you were going to bring up M.A.S.H.
0: <laughs> no. Um, and they changed it because obviously Tina is kind of a you know, plain old name in the West. Um,
1: yeah, like... Tina sounds exotic to Japanese ears, but it's like, oh yeah, that's that's a name. Yeah. <laughs> in in <laughs> English. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think that kinda gives the perfect context to this, that being that it all depends on the context. Uh, where Yeah, the... although I
1: think the irony is that I don't actually know what Justin's name was in Japanese or even if it was that different. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, there's, there's a few more like that in FF6. The aforementioned, like, Sabin from M.A.S.H. Yeah. Which is a slightly less easy to trace, like, why it got changed, but it's mostly because M.A.S.H. is, it's like, a sort of strange uh, Japanese romanization of Matthew, and I guess they wanted something a little more exotic. I
0: guess, but yeah, um... This is really all down to the the, the localization process. Uh. Yeah,
1: and like uh, I'm actually going to bring up another like another like example of something that actually kind of obviously takes place in Japanese, but it, well, in Japan, but which the localization kind of moved away from it, even though this isn't an RPG, and that's the Ace Attorney games, uh. which, by virtue of the core of the way the games are written cannot afford to leave names in Japanese. Yeah. Because like everyone's name is a dumb pun and if you don't translate the pun, you are doing a disservice to the writers. <laughs> <laughs> and like, looking up the actual Japanese names, there's a, you know, there are great, there's a specific great fan site that has, like, all of the names in every tr- uh, language they were ever translated into. Nice. a nice little overview of, like, oh, this is kind of what they were going for with each translation. It's like, oh my god, like, they were, they were fighting tooth and nail for a lot of them, and then some of them are just like, oh, like, the pun is untranslatable, so we just made a completely different joke. <laughs> It's like You know, like you get uh, What's his name? Uh, Ace Attorney 1's uh, primary uh, Prosecuting rival is Named uh, Miles Edgeworth In English And in Japanese I th- want to say his name is like uh, It's Reiji Mitsurugi Which Like Okay, let me look this up Okay uh, Mitsurugi, which contains the kanji for sword, is a reference to his sharpness of mind, which Edgeworth uh, is supposed to call to. Hmm. So you just get like weird stuff like that, and like there's actually a lot of very carefully thought out, uh, like you know, you get to that point where it's like you want to bring across what did this name mean to yeah. the person? Like, what is this name meant to call to mind? And like I think that's that you know, in some cases, like, you know, if something explicitly takes place in Jap- in Japan, you should not be changing it because yeah, yeah, like absolutely. what it calls to what it calls to mind is not translatable in that sense. And beyond that, like it you know, it looks really weird and out of place. Yeah. But on some level if it's like, you know, the Tina Terra example, it's like it was supposed to bring to mind something that was a little exotic and a little ethereal.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I think that's this is kind of the thing some people sometimes miss. I, I think, is that they want the original game to be preserved, but they don't understand that leaving the name the same may not actually preserve the original game. Really,
1: yeah. You're not the, preserving in that the sense intent. you've yeah. You know, it's it's always like it's always a tricky balancing act. It's always a case by case basis. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like. Sometimes it really does make more sense to actually change it because you are in that sense actually preserving what was important about it. Yeah. But yeah, no changing a persona character's name would be ridiculous. Yeah. Um <laughs>
0: but yeah, this 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 is why localization is a lot harder than um fan translators. Would make it out to be well, not that they necessarily make it out to be that way, that but people that play their patches that amateur make it out translation to be. can appear. Yes, exactly. Because I mean, a lot there, of pe- now we're not
1: now we're not slinging an accusation.
0: Oh, perfect. Um, but yeah, a lot and in, in a lot of cases with those kinds of patches, it's going to be people that kind of understand what those original names are, you know, things like that. People that deeply devoted to series and things like that so
1: but but even going beyond that it's also going to be people that you know like uh, on some level you sort of look at it and it's like they're probably translating something that on its face was kind of japanese feeling to begin with so leaving yeah. it the, the way that it is is kind of you know preserving the integrity exactly because the things that have more like obvious international appeal usually get official translations.
0: Exactly. Uh I think we pretty much covered that. Uh long story yeah, we short. That. Long it's sh- a tough subject. Yeah. Long story short, it's a tough subject. They don't always get it right. Um, but it's not it's not. It's always been a while since simple. I've seen
1: something that was like really obviously out of step.
0: Yeah, I mean there's there's so many good locali- localizers out there now, it's, uh, you know, rare that The we...
1: baseline for what is a good localization now is markedly, like, it's to the point where, like, a bad localization sticks out.
0: Yeah, like
1: uh, Sword Art Online. Oh, man. Well, that's that's like when you went just like, oh, just shove it in the machine, yeah. let the machine decide your fate.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you think like 10 ten years ago or so and people would have just you know, been like yeah whatever And but now that was a huge deal that that translation was so bad
1: yeah that that
0: translation
1: was so obviously bad yeah stuck out yeah and that should tell
0: you how how good how things, much are.
1: things have improved over the course of the last 15 or so years
0: yeah alright well when we and just
1: probably about to just reuse that sort Art Online translation again
0: <sighs> yep Sword Art Online. A poor man's
1: Dot .hack. Oh, man, I love Dot .hack. I love it so much.
0: Speaking of which, I think that it's... kind of goes into our next question, so let's just jump right What's into that. What's this dovetailing you're talking about? <laughs> uh, this is the next question from Frank Grizzly. Uh, you guys talked about mass media projects. How effective do you think they are in the West? Obviously, taking into account uh, the smaller anime market, I originally thought they weren't too effective, but then I realized just last, last month uh, I binge-watched the Steins Gate anime. It's freaking awesome, and immediately pre-ordered the game, so maybe it does have a place in the West.
1: A friend showed me Steins Gate, it is actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, I keep getting it recommended to me, so it's it's on my list.
1: It's one of the... Uh, like, no, wait, if I explain why I would recommend it, I will be spoiling a portion of it. So yes, right, let's, let's avoid that.
0: Um... Uh, I, I would say that stuff, big mass media projects probably already exist here, just not like necessarily anime wise.
1: I guess the the well, part of the problem is that like when we see these in America, we get kind of like upset about them because it's like really, like you know. Like this sort of mass media project used to be the cartoon that exists to sell the toys. It was right, the man. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Um,
1: like the the projects that I I tend to think of are things like .dot hack, where like each of the individual components are designed to be interesting by themselves.
0: Yes, but uh, you know, so like the Marvel uh, cinematic universe might be yeah, a good that example. Yeah, that would be a good way of
1: yeah something like that. Uh so you know and, and in those two things you see sort of the the uh the good and bad in these approaches where you get something like the Marvel Cinematic Universe where you know, I personally I dip in basically any time Robert Downey Jr.'s on the
0: Because <laughs> he is amazing.
1: <laughs> and also whenever something really picks my interest, like uh like Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah. And uh Daredevil really great. Yeah,
1: oh man, I still need to watch that. Yeah. I watched like, episodes. I need to watch, like so so good. But uh but yeah, and like, you know, I get a good experience that is enriched by the other parts that I've already seen.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: and that's how, like you know, the good ones. Like I'm a, as I mentioned, I'm a huge .hack fan, and I think that say like .hack Sign is good on its own. .hack GU is good on its own. But having experienced both of them, I get, I see new layers in both of them.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: so you know, that's that's a good multimedia project.
0: But uh, just going back to the Marvel universe example, I think that just shows that. Yeah, it absolutely can work here, and I think even something with anime... We're totally willing to eat it up. Yeah, it it could totally work here. I'm not saying that an anime-based thing would be super huge, but yeah, I think it could definitely work here, and um, honestly, Dot .hack was so ahead of its time uh, that it may have been too ahead of its time here in the West...
1: Yeah, and it's also just because like its constituent parts are primarily things that are kind of niche here. Yeah, it's like oh, it was a series of Japanese RPGs, some manga, an anime, and some books, and books are really irritating to translate. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is why I own all of them.
0: <laughs> but you know, in a in a more connected age now, uh, I think that hack could. Be a lot better. I mean, you could play the game, and then on your system there might be like ads to go and download the anime directly. Yeah, like
1: now, now with the with the issues of distribution and manufacturing a swage to some extent, it could actually be a much less risky proposition.
0: Yeah, and I think that's actually why uh, Namco Bandai keeps bringing over those um, mediocre sword art online games because the anime is popular and people are buying the games. Yeah, the games Despite are, the translations
1: The games are just popular enough That they can continue to <laughs> Machine translate them yep. And just say screw it uh, 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 I don't know whether those games Are any good I don't know if they actually deserve better But yeah
0: Yeah not really <laughs> Poor man's dot heck Because <laughs> it is basically the same yeah. idea To some extent just uh, not without the subtlety and you know, everything else that Di-Hack does so well. That is the, awesome.
1: Like, all the fascinating, like watching a rotating cast of characters, some of whom will come back in baffling, strange permutations. That's yes. like, oh my gosh, this guy is playing this character. It's been ten <laughs> years, and he's changed so completely, I'd never have even guessed it. Yeah. Like to just to just spoil one that the games never spell out at any point. The first four dot hack games came with OVAs called dot hack Liminality, and one of the primary players of that is like the boyfriend of one of the characters uh, that's also in Liminality, and they like break up, and he shows up again in GU playing Kuhn, and it's almost impossible to tease all of this information out of him. <laughs> But he's there, and he's changed a lot, and he reflects a lot on like the events of liminality and how that like shaped a lot of his life. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) And it's so good. I love I love that hack. Um, I'm gonna shut up now.
0: No, it's okay. That hack is great. Um, what else could I say on the subject? Um,
1: can we think of any other Western examples?
0: I mean, I just keep going back to comics, because they seem to have yeah, that concept well, down here in the West. The,
1: comics are in this strange position where they're iconic, because, you know, they've been a big part of American culture for decades. But the but their home medium is extraordinarily niche.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, the entire, like, comics medium's sales as a whole per month would be considered, Oh, that AAA game just failed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but then you get like, oh, hey, there's a new Bat- Batman game that just sold an obscene amount of copies.
1: Yeah, Arkham Knight's probably sold at least five million by now. Yeah,
0: and and like that's, and it's not just like, oh, this is like dumbed down Batman or anything. It's got all kinds of,
1: yeah, like cool your knowledge characters. of Batman will increase your ability to enjoy a Batman Arkham game because you will catch all of the little references to other Batman continuities and concepts. That, concept that,
0: that, that game has freaking Deathstroke in it.
1: It has a lot of strange characters. In it. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where it's like basically these these situation these concepts work when the like consumer is not feeling obligated that they if that if I want to understand this I have to catch all of it. Yes. Because that that leaves someone in a position where it's much easier to just stop watching any of it. Yes. It it's much easier if you can just say, Oh man, this has my favorite character in it. I'll go watch that and not feel like, oh man, I don't know who this is, and I have no idea what anyone's talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah. And well, the thing the thing about that is that that I think the successful versions of this do is they can, you know, obviously throw in all these little nods and. Uh, like secret, It's all about having that world that, to build around. Yes. But what I mean is, um, you could throw in little nods f- for those crazy fans that, uh, that uh, dig they into everything. They will know what you're talking about. Yes, but at the same time in such a way that they don't confuse anyone.
1: Yeah, because it's like, it's oh, it's a like, background detail. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, um, I just watched an episode of Arrow where... Um, so involve the Suicide Squad, if anyone's ever familiar with that DC comic. They'll book.
1: be familiar with them next year. <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, so as as like the group is like leaving, you hear somebody in uh, one of the cells, a woman, be like, "I can help. I'm a therapist." So I'm just like, "Oh, that's obviously a Harley Quinn refer- reference that probably would go over a lot of people's heads, but it's just put in there in such a way that." You know, the average person is going to be like, "Oh, it's just a crazy person talking." But it's just a nice little nod there. Yeah, like it's that's pretty cool. you know,
1: it's just something that's like, if you already know the material, your your viewing experience got a little better. Yeah. But someone who didn't didn't have a markedly worse viewing experience. Exactly,
0: and that is how you you successfully do one of these multimedia projects, and that is what Dot Heck did, and uh, I wish more people had played that, but like I said, I think, I seriously think I Remember how many times I had to stop. I, I know, I know, I know But I, seri- I seriously think that series was just a bit ahead of its time for the West
1: Yeah, tragic Yeah but hey, we can also look at Square's attempts at "quote unquote" polymorphic content, which was the way they the term they coined for this madness, Ugh. and see how it like, you know, how it can go disastrously off the rails if it's not carefully managed. Whoops. Because I mean, Fabula Nova Crystallis is such a loose collection of objects that it's like. In some vague sense, Type 0 and FF13 are drawing upon some sort of shared vocabulary, but they never really felt connected. Yeah. And I'm guessing that that's pretty much going to be the same story, same song and dance for 15. Probably. Oh, well. It was a nice stream.
0: (laughs) All right, so shall we move on to our next question? Sure. All right. So let's move on to our next question, which is from Bobby Watson and uh, was in addition to some other questions. Uh, but those, you know, those will show up at some other they'll, time. They'll be parceled yeah. out. Yeah, this in. is more important.
1: I brought this up because I felt like we both need to heal. Yes,
0: we need to let go. Um, so the question, or re- more like a request, is. Um, I want to hear Wheels complain about FF Final Fantasy Type-0. I played through it first on the PSP using the unofficial translation, and again on PS4 and had a great time. Although I acknowledge the game has a lot of flaws. Well then, um, what are we doing here? <laughs> yes? No, it's
1: time, to, it's time to heal. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want to watch Ken Burns' Civil War about a country that never existed.
0: It's you do not bring Ken Burns name into this because this would be this would end Ken Burns c- career because it's a terrible <laughs> you know, like, documentary. Just,
1: I, like, like I make this joke every single time that the opening, uh, uh the opening of Type Zero, uh, is brought up because. You know, it immediately set like kind of a stage that I didn't want to walk onto. Because yeah, it's like... and then the kingdom of whatever attacked the kingdom of whatever, it's and like... it's like, dude, I don't know who any of these are, and saying all of their names is not helpful. <laughs> and that's kind of a running issue with like the way that Type Zero's story is told is that it's like. It sort of just expects you to take that the fact that it said something's name means that that something is important and you need to remember it, but it just said six other things' names. Yeah. And so, like, it feels like a war story where I never got any real context for what war was happening or why. Yeah. And, like, I'll admit I haven't finished it. I'll get back to it at some point and probably still be kind of irritated at it. So, like, it's just... Like going beyond that, like it, I could, I could look past that, but like the action itself just wasn't all that good. Yeah. Like it wasn't. I, I suppose I should, I should clarify. It didn't feel like it was suited to being a console game. Yeah. Like I, I only played the HD version. I've never touched the PSP version, where it, it would probably fit a little better. But like, not really. A little. I could forgive more the fact that the action just doesn't have much to it. Yeah. I would imagine that I would still kind of find the camera nauseating because, like, something about the way that it swings and the way that the motion blurs while it does so is really, really, like, off-putting in a way that makes it kind of hard for me to play the game. Yeah. But, like, the, the way that the combat is all... Sort, like effective combat is all sort of like timing based and like i kept wondering is there something i can do to sort of make the thing like change the radical color so that i can get critical hits more and it's like no it just sort of does that on its own after certain periods of time <laughs> it's just like oh that's not interesting it just means that like in order to feel effective i have to waste my own time yeah like it's, it's just it's not a great it feels like a step backwards from Crisis Core which was Tabata's previous action RPG for PSP which was kind of like you know it was a less complex like it was somehow like even less complex it was more rhythmic but at the same time it sort of felt better because you were in control of like what's an effective attack well an effective attack is one that's sort of chained in such a way that like it follows just on the previous animation
0: yeah, um,
1: it, yeah. It just sort of feels off in Type Zero. I I didn't really feel like anyone's combat style was that was differentiated enough to be that much more interesting than someone else's.
0: Yeah, and honestly,
1: uh, I don't think the game played any better on like PSP at all. It, it's not that it would have played better, it but f- like it feels you like it should be on a that handheld. Yeah, you would expect that to be, you know, a little simpler, a little more like, oh, I pick this up and I I can't really pay as much attention to it as I would it's something that I put in my console because you know I I have to look away because I'm sort of doing things while I'm playing a handheld game. Yeah, you know, it, it sort of compensates for the reduced attention that a handheld game gets.
0: Obviously, this would have been much better on Vita.
1: Yeah. Oh man, are you looking forward to Final Fantasy a- Ito Plus?
0: Not really. <laughs>
1: I'm beginning to doubt that that game is ever coming out, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, it's it's just it's like a it's a frustrating game because it's like oh this is this is just sort of boring.
0: Yeah, that was honestly my takeaway when I originally played it in Japanese. Just didn't do anything for me
1: yeah like the the game and i I guess a part of I feel like I would resent the game less if people hadn't like raised such a stink about us not getting it,
0: yeah, I think that's that's part of the problem too, is just that it was such a big deal that you know we didn't get this game, and
1: yeah, like we didn't get it, and like there's a certain like I, i'm and I'm gonna try to phrase this as delicately as possible, but there's a certain like we didn't get it. Inflation to the way that people talk about something like this. Yeah, where it's like, "Oh man, this game's amazing! Like this game is everything I dreamed of from like this or that." And like I try to sort of factor in for that, but like the gulf of quality between <laughs> what people said about it before it was uh, officially released and what it and what I played was so distracting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, it just just was not a game that agreed with me in any substantial way, in any direction. me neither. And I feel bad, because I just, like, the the question was for wheels, and I just completely, uh... No, that's
0: that's perfectly fine. You pretty much hit on all my complaints. Hey, we
1: neither of us talked about the strategy battles. uh, (laughs) Ugh... I remember I remember I aming angry when you had imported that yeah. like that was the point where you were like, No, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I was just
0: like, No, 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 no more. Screw you game and your weird real time strategy battles that make yeah. no sense.
1: They, like when when they're in English they make sense, but that just makes you realize how little there is to them. Yeah. But yeah, basically, you know, if I wanted to outline it in concrete terms, The game kind of fails to get me to buy into the world from Word 1 because, like, it's presented in such a haphazard, like, I don't know how to do in-media rest, but I want to do in-media rest. And it also sort of fails that, like, the gameplay is not good enough to keep it standing long enough for me to become interested in its world. (sighs) Ugh. Oh, also have fun leveling all 13 of these characters.
0: Yeah, there's that too.
1: Like, that's really tedious. That's really, really tedious, especially because the game keeps encouraging you that you should be using all of these.
0: Well, in the game's defense, I think that was intended to encourage you to play multiplayer.
1: Wait, there's multiplayer? <laughs> there was
0: There was in the original PSP release, not okay, in Okay, I was going to ask, OT. is that
1: in the HD version? Because I don't remember ever seeing anything yeah, that really pointed to it.
0: It is not. They took that out.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, then that's just. Why would I care? What, my Why would my character's levels matter if their if it's multiplayer? Shouldn't it just be figuring in what their character version of that character's level is? Uh,
0: well, I think you can like level up your characters doing those missions. So I think the that's idea a, the idea was you'd be doing like some side missions and leveling to make up those characters. Some sort of
1: like weird like video game slave ring. Essentially, one has to play this game for me because I'm not doing it well
0: well no, I mean you, you you'd be doing missions yeah, yeah,
1: you yeah, yeah. You'd, I'm just, I'm just
0: yeah it's okay,
1: but yeah it's uh like yeah it's it's just a game I couldn't get on with in any direction yeah
0: it's yeah, and I think uh, a lot of people that had been looking forward to it seemed kind of disappointed so.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, it came out and it sort of landed with a dull thud. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that game that yeah. Game happened.
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess Wheels was right about that game. Should have listened to it. But hey,
1: hey, I can't begrudge it completely because the FF15 demo was awesome. That's
0: true. That that was an awesome $80 demo for me.
1: Oh, gosh, you got the collector's edition. I, I forgot about that. I, I did. I um, knew you didn't like it and got the collector's edition anyway.
0: Yep. Sure did.
1: But hey, that demo got updated, and it's probably better, and I need to replay it.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh,
1: Bye, Final Fantasy XV.
0: It looks like it's going to be a good video.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that. It's much more more character-focused with a smaller cast, as far as I can tell, which is probably because, you know, it was... Written out before uh, I'm just going to be a dick. It was probably because it's partially, mostly scripted out before Tabata was brought on.
0: <laughs> That's totally fair.
1: I mean, Crisis Core was also scripted out before he was brought on, so yeah. it allowed him to just sort of work in his sort of like fairly simple uh, action RPG niche. Yeah. Uh,
0: just that game could have been. Type-0 could have been so much better, too.
1: It's it's a frustrating game. Yeah. It's a good uh, engine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not totally... This, I'm not going to say it's like completely... It's not a you know, game without merit. Yeah.
1: But it's... Like, it just feels sort of like... Oh, just sort of mediocre in most aspects. Yeah.
0: Like, you could be playing Kingdom Hearts if you need an action RPG. You could be uh, playing... Um, a like lot of I other freaking,
1: things... Yeah, I need to. I feel I kind of want to replay uh, Dream Drop Distance, but that's about to come out in a remastered edition that I recommend as many people play as possible. Yes, I'm gonna play 2.8. I don't care how dumb the title is. I love it.
0: Yeah, this is a terrible title, but that was a good game, and you know, uh, we'll probably benefit from being on a console. Not that not that there was anything terribly wrong about. Uh, how it played on 3DS. especially if you
1: played it with a Circle Pad Pro, that, yeah. that was a fantastic handheld action RPG. If you were playing it with yeah, absolutely two, two analog sticks, but yeah, if you if you were playing it with one stick, it was it kind of had the birth by sleep problem of, Like, oh, this is a uh, this is not an ideal control scheme. <laughs> <That's, laughs> yeah, like. I guess that's that's the other thing is that like when I think of a square action RPG I tend to think of I, I tend to think of Kingdom Hearts, which is one of my favorite like action RPGs going in terms of like being a game that you can you can play it like an RPG and it's you know, and it will work with you. And you can play it like an action game and it will still work with you. Yeah. But that's that's for another question. Yeah.
0: Alright. <laughs> Shall we move on to our final sort of question?
1: Yeah, our final cheat question.
0: It's not a cheat. It's not a cheat.
1: Alright, hold on. Your 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 close friend sent it to you. It's true. Alright, let's move on.
0: Every day young All right, so our next question, which is from our anonymous tire friend.
1: Yeah. Who could... What what tires could a wheel now? Hmm.
0: I don't know. I you wouldn't know. know. This is this is not my area of expertise.
1: Yeah, it would be silly. Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> discuss the Disgaea series' current state based on your time with Disgaea 5, which I've been playing for review. Uh... This guy. Um, The series is mostly in a pretty good state. Uh, I think it. I think the it
1: uh, Nippon Ichi itself is maybe not. Apparently in in kind of 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 dire straits. Yeah. As far as I can tell, like their last few games have just not sold at all, and I'm not completely clear what caused that.
0: I don't know. I don't think uh, this one sold well in Japan, probably because. Well, it's a PS4
1: game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the I... previous games were PS3 games, and I don't know why they're selling so badly. Well,
0: I, d- I don't. I think their non Disgaea games aren't
1: really attracting much attention. Well, yeah, but I'm given to understand that the Disgaea games aren't selling that well either. It's... I, I didn't
0: see how well uh, D2 did in Japan. but
1: Yeah, I'm looking this up while you talk about.
0: Alright. Um, but I, I, I kind of have a good feel for this because I've been reviewing the past few disguise games, uh, but I'd honestly say that the first two games weren't all that great, and 3 was really where the series kind of hit its stride, and 4, despite uh, some story issues, was like really hitting it home. And even D2, which I thought had a story that was a piece of, piece of garbage. Um, did some interesting things, kind of paring back a lot of the uh, the fluff the series had gotten over the years to that kind
1: feature of... feature creep
0: cruft. Yeah, to create kind of like a simpler throwback. But in doing so, it also added in some really interesting features uh, that kind of pushed the series forward. Like, it, it has the item world it, this was the first game where I was actually interested in doing the item world. Like, usually I don't really care. And it was all just because they added, like, this... They added a stupid ship. Like, you, you you, get to pick a ship to take in the item world. But it just, it just like, changed the whole thing. It made it a lot more fun. But, um... Yeah, so they've kind of been doing a lot of that. Kind of, like, poking around with new features that move the series forward. So, I'd say it's in a good shape. The problem is they don't seem to really know which features to keep. Like, uh... So, Disgaea 5... Um... I should note... For the
1: record, Disgaea D2 in its first week did about 50,000 units. It's not so great. Yeah.
0: Uh, Maybe you should probably see how the Vita iterations of 3 and 4 did. That's probably a better indication. Um... Before I get into the mechanics, I should mention about the graphics because with three, I think uh, people were—I don't—I don't know if I want to use the word annoyed, just maybe disappointed that it moved to PS3, but the graphics didn't really move to PS3. And in in their defense, um, it used like the additional memory and whatnot of the PS3. Just uh, uh,
1: you have a bunch of these low-res. Yeah. Of- dicks all over the screen <laughs> yes
0: exactly uh, but that actually led to a lot of cool levels and
1: whatnot. But um,
0: yeah graphically
1: it, it, it was not an impressive debut on, on Vita uh, oh no I, I can't oh, even find sorry. I can't even find media create okay. numbers for
0: that yeah graphically Disgaea 3 was not an impressive debut to be sure um, but with 4 and onward uh, they're good you know I wouldn't say five looks necessarily more advanced on the p s four than three uh but it looks great you know it it's no longer like a thing you think about with concern it's just like you know it's Disgaea and it looks nice so in that respect the series is fine and they definitely have some good ideas on how to go move the series forward, but like I just said before, uh, they don't seem to know what features to keep, because that right, cool taking ships into the item world mechanic I just mentioned... Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, that's that's, that's one game later, that's not there. Um, yeah. Which, for me, was deeply disappointing, because I... I obviously, I didn't really care much for the characters in D2, so I was looking forward to doing that. With some characters I actually care about, but no, no such luck. But, um, as far as the story goes in this one, I think they've really kind of hit a stride that they've been missing for a while. Like, 4 had some funny characters and a really funny chapter involving Axel. Um, But for the most part, I think it really missed the boat, and uh, five finally feels like they—they're really hitting the story stride. It's funny. Uh, I've shared just like random moments and conversations on Twitter. Just... It's
1: also not Dimension Two story. Yes, it's also
0: not Dimension Two story, which is terrible. Uh, it's just—it's fun. It's funny. It doesn't feel like some of the disguise stories feel, where it's not much of a coherent tale. They kind of just like. One, yeah, right. meander from one subplot to the next. This is like one main story and, you know, all the subplots happen as an aside to that main story instead of like, oh, we're going here now and then we're going here now and etc. So it feels it feels like a more cohesive plot. And combined with some really good humor um and so far no use of the word sundere. Uh it's that's been re- important to you. <laughs> yes, it's deeply important to me cuz that really pissed me off when that showed up in this guy of four cuz I had no clue what that meant.
1: Yeah, that's that's writing a little too inside baseball to your audience. Yes.
0: Uh but yeah, the story is really funny, but you know, it just despite some other new features um trying to think of some specifics. Um, they have something similar to like the different groupings you can put characters in and four, um, So you can kind of put like uh, characters in your your roster into different groupings that have different special effects like they might all share the mana they gain from a battle, they might be able to use each other's skills, things like that. Um, there's just a ton you can do with your characters. Um, you can actually equip two weapons on a character now because uh, they've added like uh, different weaknesses and strengths against certain weapons. Like like in the older games they had this for the three types of magic, but now it's like everything. Uh, so you kind of have to look around and say, oh this character is strong against these type of weapons. They're weak against this ty- these type of weapons. or magic. So there's just a lot more to consider. So having, being, able, being able to have characters that can switch between two different weapons really helps there. Um, there's also a subclass option, but the game never really explains it, so I'm not even really sure what it does, but it doesn't seem to be anything all that big. Um, but, you know, in general there's just a lot of customization options, but then, you know with that in mind, the game kind of threw that in my face, because, hey, there's this new quest option, which is nice. You know, sub-objectives while doing story chapters and whatnot to get some bonuses. But you have to do these to unlock like all the extra monster classes and regular classes to make new characters. Which is, which is annoying, because the requirements are generally to use classes which you may not care about. And I'm I, don't really care for that sort of um... that sort of mechanic for unlocking new classes. Like, <sighs> I, I don't like a gate, like if there's class some class that you want to play as, I don't like a gate where you have to play as some other class. Like, do do I really need to level up a freaking archer just so I can make a ninja character? Just annoying. But, on the flip side again of that, this game finally makes making new party members later on in the game a lot easier, because they don't start at level 1! You can actually spend some money to get them uh, up to some certain level. I'm not sure how exactly it calculates this, because it's not like the maximum level one of your current characters is at, but regardless, they won't start at level 1, so it makes grinding new characters a lot easier. So there's that. Um... And, uh, so one other thing is, um, so if you play the real, original Disgaea, you'll remember like these little colored things and colored squares that provide different effects for spots on the battlefield. And Disgaea 3 kind of improved those with these like 3D blocks that did that instead, and actually had maps made entirely of those blocks. Um, which they ditched in Disgaea D2, which was understandable because, again, throwback, so that's fine. Except um, that they're still gone in this one. And it's really disappointing because the maps have been kind of bland. They kind of make up for it with new um, map effects. Like, there's uh, one... So... Um, each of the story chapters like take place in a different different world basically, and so one of them, all the maps would spawn like random mushrooms with special effects in the middle of battle, even though they'd never actually seem to do anything. But yeah, so they tried to make up for it with that It doesn't really work all that particularly well. Um, so yeah, that's another dis oddly missing feature that I don't really get. Um, but that kind of sums up my experience with the game so far, is it's moving the series forward, but there's features that did move the series forward bizarrely missing. And I I, I don't really get it. Um,
1: don't really get it at all.
0: Uh, any thoughts on my ramblings?
1: No, no, my brain uh, is having difficulty parsing all of it, because <laughs> This guy and kind of hard to visualize. Yeah, it's true.
0: There's a lot to it. Um, but I believe there is a demo up on PSN for anyone that's actually interested in trying out the game, and I do recommend people give it a try. It's... It's an interesting game, despite my frustrations. Uh, I will probably end up liking it a good deal. It just... Um, it, it's just frustrating freaking series but at least it's not D2 it's not D2
1: a brighter darkness yeah
0: uh, that game can someone needs to ask me the question to rant about that game so I can rant about that game but I will we'll hold look off forward for to the
1: question coming in next week yes
0: from our anonymous tire friend
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Or possibly an actual person.
0: <laughs> Alright, but
1: uh, why do we wrap this up.
0: I think we've rambled enough. Um, so, you can send us your own questions uh, to, by email to uh, wheels at com. You can contact us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at AskWheels. Dave is FanboyMaster
1: can't uh,
0: escape has anyone actually ever tw- tweeted you a question
1: uh, I have been cc'd <laughs> in a few of the tweets but never directly at me <laughs> okay <laughs> it's for the best yes
0: um and that's about it oh wait no I have to ask I have to mention the ask.fm it's a tradition
1: you can my
0: ask.fm name is askwheels as well uh so maybe
1: one day someone will use it <laughs>
0: Maybe, yes, maybe someday someone will use it, and maybe, hopefully, I actually have some sort of (coughs) notification enabled so I actually find out that they did. Because that would be important. (laughs) I would hate for someone to actually finally use it, and then, uh uh-oh, whoops, I have no way of (laughs) knowing that they actually did this. Um, And I think that about wraps it up. Uh, hopefully we should have another episode up Shortly after this And get back into a regular routine um,
1: A regular routine of Once every two weeks Kind of, maybe, depending Yes uh,
0: But we're going to try and get uh, Gaijin on next time Because he wants to We almost
1: ar- got him the last time we tried to do this <laughs> d-
0: We did Because uh, he wants to argue with me about Seven Dragon
1: Oh Jesus Because he didn't like well, it I am I am less looking forward to this now, but I guess I can just sort of watch and try to avoid people trying to kill each other.
0: No, that's all right. We'll 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 if anything <coughs> to divert the anger, we'll just talk about Legend of Legacy. Oh, that'd be nice. Since he played and reviewed the original Japanese version, so
1: yeah, and you'll be able to compare like the differences between the localized version.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Uh, Hit us up with some questions, and we will see you next time. Um, I'm sure you've already noticed all the music in this episode has been from Persona dancing all night, so here, have some more!
1: Oh my gosh, of course that's what you're going to splice in here. Of course. Adios. See you, Space Cat.